If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, a mysterious, all-powerful character, but a crusader for law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Jewel. Hey, welcome back to the show, and welcome back to the show itself, because the show's been on hiatus for a little while. Happy to be back. You? Absolutely, man. You know, again, it's in these strange times we live in where time has lost all meaning. You know, uh, the shows that I do, those are benchmarks to remind me what day of the week it is. So the last couple of weeks we've been away have felt really long. Yes, yes. It's been it's just been one big, long week. Pretty much with many, many hours in it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, if you are watching this over on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop, where you probably should be subscribed, uh, I want to say thanks so much for checking out the episode. If you are missing these shows, you should go over to the new channel. There's actually a subscribe link in the chat right now. You can click it to subscribe and you will not miss a thing. You can catch Off the Rack, Elseworlds, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Letters Page, and more. We actually made a fun little comprehensive chat about Substack and stuff. It's a, one of nice. our most popular videos on that channel. You can check that out all over there. Or, you know, just hang out here on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop. If you're here on YouTube's Comic Pop Returns, which is our supplemental channel, thank you so much for being a loyal CPR member. We're very lucky to have you and uh, looking forward to starting the show up. So today we're talking about the big fat retcon for Spider-Man and... This has been emblematic of the Nick Spencer run as we crest Indeed. the hill into Nick Spencer just working for Substack full time. Yep. Uh, so we'll, what, I, what I think we're going to do is we're going to break down what happens in Amazing Spider-Man number 73, Legacy 7 or 874. Mm. We're going to talk about what happens. We're going to talk about what has been changed. Yep. And what I'd like to try and do, if you'll permit me, is take an opportunity to talk about whether it's worth it right. at this point or are we too damn late mm, and good question and like this 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 run has been i'd hesitate to, to say controversial dan slot's run was controversial absolutely like people like it or hate it yeah that's controversy nick spencer's run has been confounding in many, many ways, yes. But it's never been boring. I will say that. <laughs> I was never not excited to read this. I was always, even at its worst, it's like, oh, let's fucking see what happens next. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's a fair assessment of the Spencer run. So we'll with talk Dan all about Slott, that. I spent a long time being like, oh, God, another Spider-Man book from this week. Okay, I guess I'll read it because yeah. I read all the other ones. Now, legitimately, the, the slot run, at some point, I was just like, I got to stop. With Spencer's run, because I've learned, I've been trained, thanks to one of the stories that may, in fact, be retconned as a result of the Spencer <laughs> runs, I stopped reading. Like I was just like, I, I learned, I taught myself, if I don't like a thing, I just stop reading it. And with Slot's run, I just stopped reading it all the way until Nick Spencer took over. Like at a certain point, I was just like, I can't take it anymore, and I stopped. With Spencer's run, I'd be like, oh, no. I see where this arc is going. Pass. And then another arc will arise. I'll check it out mm -hmm. because I don't like abjectly hate what's happening. I'm just so overwhelmingly bored. <laughs> you, you checked out on Dan Slotter. Oh, you missed some humdingers about the Zodiac. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw previews, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I read it. Oh God! Why? I couldn't even bring myself to look at. It. I just I saw it. And I'm like, get out! Get out of here, man! The Red Goblin, at the very least, it's like neat action figure. Never I been guess done before never been done before doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be done. 
but I digress. So uh, also I want to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live right now, if you do super chats, we'll read it here on the show and uh, you know, make it into the we'll weave it into the show as it goes mm-hmm. uh but yeah so let's talk about amazing spider-man number 73 the this penultimate issue the penultimate issue is this now this is sinister war which is what this is more or less a tie-in to yes ended yes with issue four with issue four with a but, bit of a whimper on its own, apparently oh. the six Sinister Sixes weren't actually that hard to overcome at all, nor were they directly tied into whatever the hell Kindred's plan is. That I, I don't even know what Kindred's plan is. I'm going to break you down. How? By, by beating you up? By making me feel bad? What What is your plan here? Not only that, well... <sighs> The Sinister War is a thing unto itself. You need to read Amazing Spider-Man to even get what the hell it's about. Because if yep. you just read Sinister War number one through five or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just a slugfest, which... Oh, oh, only four. It was only four issues. Thank a, you. A story about the Sinister Six wasn't six issues. How messed up is that? What the hell? And 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 more than six. Dozens. A cast of dozens. And you couldn't give me more than four? I mean, arguably, you know, how many pages can I read of just characters i couldn't care less about punching, punching spider-man in a graveyard that's the whole thing they just punch each other in a graveyard for four issues what there's actual dialogue and stuff in the amazing spider-man issues but also kindred going <laughs> yep which he's done pretty much since the first story or since the first day issue. one yeah yeah day one issue one if you had a kindred, mustache he'd be twirling it <laughs> yeah he's just twirling centipedes around his <laughs> finger but uh yeah so 73 Spider-Man also doesn't save the day at the end of Sinister War either. It's the sacrifice of Boomerang and the ingenuity of Doc Ock that saves the day. Yes, yes. I haven't had enough years of Dr. Octopus being better than Spider-Man. I need a whole event to remind me how much better at this Doc Ock is than Peter. Thank you. And hell, even if you're like me and are super invested in the superior foe stuff, don't worry, that gets rushed along too. Boomerang sacrifices himself, completing his arc, which was like good, but it comes out of nowhere and it doesn't have any chance to breathe. And also then Beetle renounces the Sinister Syndicate, rejoins her actual friends, and they all fight on the side of Spider-Man. Again, that's cool, but it all happens so quick and has no time to breathe. Exactly. No, and that and that has everything to do with the accelerated end to Spencer's run, and I think really just this, feel it. this really weird approach to the story, which Very. is kind of one-dimensional. So, uh, Amazing Spider-Man seventy-three is ch- the whole issue. This whole issue is a, an infographic. Yep, one giant retcon. The mechanics right? of how this makes sense, how I made it work. And I mean, yeah, again, as you mentioned, it's emblematic of so much of this Spencer run, where it's like, you've spent so long explaining to me how this story works, you're not actually telling a story anymore. Bingo. And that's one of the biggest blights on this run, is just how empty it is, despite how much work it's doing. This whole issue I described as, it's moving a couch up the stairs. Sure is. This whole issue was just moving a big, heavy couch up the stairs. It's got to be done. <clears throat> we got to get the couch up there somehow. Yeah, the door's a little too small. We'll make it fit. We'll take the legs off if we got to and roll it. And then you get it up there and you ask yourself, <clears throat> do I even want this couch in here in the, at, a, at, at this point? Was it worth it? Like, you know, I'm moving into a house with my wife and my child. Mm-hmm. Do I need the couch from my dorm? 
Yeah, it kind of clashes with the room now. I had a lot of good memories attached to it and everything. But honestly, my old couch was fine. Sure, it's sloughing off the fake leather and everything. But, you know, I'm used to it at this point. Right. Well, and like while I do love this couch and I feel like I need it in my life, when I look at the greater sum total of my existence, mm-hmm. do I even need it anymore? Is it just me holding on to the memory or do I did I need to do all that work to get it up here? Was it worth it? Someone so this, certainly thought so. Yeah, this thing goes on and on. And one of the big things that you helped illustrate to me or illuminate to me was because this this arc wants you to remember a lot of things. Spencer Absolutely. wants you to remember the pursuit arc. Decades uh, worth of Spider-Man continuity, which again, because I cover this issue to issue on the channel, uh, a lot of my fans have no fucking clue what Legacy of Evil is or Sin's Past or any of these other stories no. that are getting referenced. And I'm like, oh, oh, you sweet summer children. Legacy of Evil was so utterly disposable and forgettable back in the day. And to to you can get it in every dollar bin mm-hmm. if you just want to read what that is that's where i see it but i wouldn't even advertise like i wouldn't even bother because i did read it and it was like who cares but it did set up a couple things for for instance this lab yeah another thing harry's predilection for making video tormenting uh personas yeah lots of a lot lot of ai craft apparently the osborns are really big into that yeah now i should say we talked about this off mic the fact that like in pursuit that's kind of like what set things up or set things in motion as far as uh, harry osborne being a a machiavellian genius because the whole life model decoy or life artificial life forms that richard and mary parker were made uh to to torment peter they were originally created by harry osborne before he had his redemptive story arc in Spectacular Spider-Man. Right, when and he so, died after he took the, the super serum that yes, was the Mendel, than- the Mendel Strom super soldier serum or the super goblin serum, which right. are, which I will say, uh, you know, it doesn't say, a lot of this issue says a lot of things, but one thing it doesn't say, it, which is true, is that Harry Osborn was a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> but the accelerated Mendel Strom goblin formula makes you... A little smarter. Interesting. And Strom gets a lot of play in this, too, actually. We were probably reminded more about Strom in these last two arcs than we have been in, like, what, 20 years? In in at least 20, maybe 30 years. (laughs) No one has talked about Strom in forever. And when I say forever, I don't mean it in my hyperbolic sense that I normally mean it. I mean legitimately since before people who are watching the show were born. Most people forgot he's even, like, a thing in the Osborne, like, oeuvre. Right, right. If you know Mendel Strom, you probably know him from, like, a trading card or some kind yeah. of Wikipedia bullet entry. One but, of those Marvel encyclopedias you get. Exactly. So, in this case, Harry orchestrated the growth and creation of Gabriel and Sarah Stacy. Yes, the big retcon. There was no infidelity. There was no weird May-December romance. This was all yet another part of Harry's master plan, where he's like, oh, I so enjoyed fucking with, you know, Peter by making him think that he had family that he didn't have. I'm going to do the same thing to my father and fuck with him, and this is going to hurt him somehow. Right. So he uses Mysterio to create post-hypnotic suggestion and influence to believe he banged Gwen Stacy and also had Mysterio tell Mary Jane 
that that was a repressed memory of hers so that Mary Jane's big reveal in Sin's past would be retconned as well. Yes. Mary Jane remembers Gwen having sex with Norman Osborn, but in fact, they were implanted memories from post-hypnotic suggestion, and they were the exact same memories because they were facilitated by the same person. Uh, and Norman Osborn is completely extricated from Sin's past. Gabriel and Sarah Stacy, by the way, not the first Gabriel and Sarah Stacy. They made multiple versions of these characters. Their accelerated growth serum just kept making them. But but what about the blood that stabilized the clones? And didn't Norman also have a serum? What about <laughs> that? Uh, don't worry about that. But uh, it, we do reference it in the issue. It was show that that all changed. Like this all changed when he when they meet Peter. Right. That perhaps the blood did stabilize it. Maybe that's what kept it from happening. Um, we also get this big moment. I want to kind of shed a light on this too, because the preview pages got released before the book was pirated. And a lot oh, of news they? articles were about how Kindred wasn't really Harry Osborne. Actually, it was Gwen Stacy. And then it turns out it was Sarah Stacy. Yes, and then it turns out. It. They got it super fucking wrong because Gwen and Sarah look alike. And you right. wouldn't know if you read the whole book, dummies. <laughs> but in the book, Sarah reverts into Harry, which Mary Jane calls Harry. So either Kindred is a shapeshifter who starts as Harry, or Kindred means that he is Sarah and Gabriel and Harry all at once. We're all together. We're all That's definitely what I took from it, that Kindred is an amalgam of many people. There's also like some minor shit in here about like the chameleon gave him a serum and yes. like, oh, I'm, I'm Kindred. I make you see whatever you want to see. And I'm like, yeah, but you've been talking as Harry this whole time though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm still convinced this is Harry, that Harry died, that he set all this stuff up with Legacy of Evil, with Pursuit, with uh, you know, the, the spectacular Spider-Man 200 arc, uh, and that Harry's soul or whatever is Kindred, and this Harry that's running around is a clone. By the way, I'm really confused. Like, no Miles Warren? You're, these are Osborne clones? Apparently, uh, Miles Warren is the only one who does the good clones, apparently. If you don't I mean, want them to degrade, you got to get the jackal clones. And By the way, it could have been fun to reintroduce the old degeneration formula or like oh. visuals to be like, no, that's what happens to all clones that are made crappily. They they melt. They degenerate. Like, but no, doesn't matter. It's just a nitpick. I'm not really complaining. This but uh this also yeah. calls into question, too, the whole paranormal angle, because we thought Kindred was magic this whole time and from hell. Now it seems that it's all just clone chicanery. Does that mean Ned Leeds, who came back, and the Sin Eater that came back, and even Mysterio, are they weird degenerating clones now, or are they actual souls back from hell? I would not worry about it. Certainly <laughs> seems like they're telling us that. Uh, I, I do... It could be that... Harry is a like combo clone chameleon, a clone right. million, if you will. <laughs> but I feel like Harry's the only one who actually is in any way connected with hell or souls. I think that the offer he made to the sinister everybody in Sinister yeah. War was bogus. Right. Maybe it is all smoke and mirrors. That'd be fine. Um, but... I but, don't know. But Mephisto is also involved in the story, though, because the wraparound is that him and Doctor Strange are playing casino games for everyone's soul. And it's like, wait, who's who's really the one pulling the strings here? Exactly. That it's see it, it, and actually based on how much kindred stuff has been happening, and then how Mephisto just kind of shows up 
partway through this whole run, it seems like they're two completely different things. They're sure does. unconnected. And of course, yeah, no, it was a hard break at the end of this issue for Mephisto and Doctor Strange to remind you that they have been talking about Peter Parker's soul the whole time. But I digress. That will also be part of this whole thing, I'm sure. Because when I say retcon, I don't mean necessarily just the Sins Past retcon, which is arguably the worst thing to happen to Peter Parker. Like, Sins Past might be the worst retcon of Spider-Man's career, and this retcon undoes that retcon. So, you know, no one can complain, oh no, Gwen Stacy never had sex with Norman Osborn now. Like, that's it's this, true. That's fine. And honestly, I'm fine with all of it. And Mephisto's presence suggests that one more day may also be undone. And we're, we're still, we're not, we're, we're going to date this episode because we don't know. It's true. Or at the very least, by the end of this, Peter and MJ will get back together anyway, which is like we undid it. Well, they are dating. So like they are technically back together. The question is whether their, their marriage will be reinstated or at the very least that they'll remember that they did it in the first place. I mean, Peter did want to propose. That's been a long running thing in this. He has the ring he's planning to propose. It's just, oh, that damn kindred keeps getting in his way. And in the Patrick Gleason drawn promo image that leads up to Spider-Man Beyond, we do see that Mary Jane is wearing a ring. Hey. So there's a lot going on here. This issue in particular spends an entire issue just having characters narrate to you that the things you thought were a retcon happened, but are also being unretconned mm -hmm. through a retcon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everyone complains about sins past in one more day. So now no one can complain about them. There you go. Yay. We fixed it. Kind of. Right. It's it's fixed. Mission accomplished is what I think we want to say. <laughs> but this is a comic book and I spent money on it <laughs> and I already undid Sins Past in my head. Yeah, so, so did I need to spend almost six dollars to see that Marvel agrees with me after 10 or 15 years of the penultimate issue? No less. That's the thing that really gets me. It's like, so you're right at the end and this is what you chose to spend your time on. Hell, I'm pretty sure Peter doesn't even get any fucking lines in this issue. <laughs> He says things like ow and uh and Harry or something like he opens the, the book with him. It, it's yeah, he doesn't have any lines in this book. P Peter is such a backseat like, you know, guy in his own life for the last couple arcs. Like all these big, you know, seismic shifts are happening in his world and to the people around him. And Spider-Man's just like, yep, and I'm here, too. Right, right. And like. I don't want anybody to misunderstand. I love the idea of since past being retconned out. I love don't the idea all. of one more day being unmade. And I know that I'm, I piss off more people saying that than I do the since past thing. I get that. I'll stand by it. I I'm, I'm a marriage person. Mm. So I get it and I love it. And I like the idea of reinstating things that I liked and preserve like Harry Osborne's noble sacrifice, like his death, like uh, all the, all the Demetrius stuff that, Mm -hmm. Spencer has reverence for. I appreciate it. And I, I, I'm here for it. But at the end of the day, is this anything but moving furniture? It certainly feels like that. You know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this before we started comparing, you know, Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run 
to his Captain America run, which was also very heavy in the mechanics and the oeuvre and the nitty gritty and explaining stuff. The only difference is, is that, you know, when he took a whole issue to explain how Captain America, you know, was corrupted, how he was secretly Hydra and this whole like, you know, extra continuity, extra life he created, that stuff was fun and interesting and it was a con game and it was cool to see like oh i was evil captain america gonna get out of this one man yeah yeah this spider-man doesn't have any of that it's just like and now here is the ultra dry mechanics of it all and this is how i worked it out on my spreadsheet to make the things i didn't like not exist anymore right right the secret empire stuff is in essence, a story. And yes. while Spencer spent a lot of time explaining the mechanics of evil Steve Rogers, I don't think there was a doubt in most of our minds that it was all just kind of world building oh, yeah. for not even a retcon, just just a a, a switcheroo. Yeah. Because Steve what Steve wasn't in Hydra. Like no. he wasn't always in Hydra. And the only reason why people believed he was is because of a cosmic cube. Yep. And at the end of the story, I had no doubt that a cosmic cube would have undone all that. And indeed. And even though I'm certain that the ending we got from secret empire was the change mm. and that actually he had another story in mind or an ending in mind that he wasn't going to put Steve back, you know, that he wasn't going to make it so that Steve's history was preserved. It also had something to say and was topical and, you know, was like, you know, a little bit more complex and nuanced than your average comic has been. This stuff in spider this isn't complex or nuanced. This is, this is soap opera, but like the bad parts of soap operas. It's the worst parts of Spider-Man melodrama. But even then, Spider-Man melodrama can be juicy and fun. Absolutely. Especially if you know these characters and love them. But... That's not what this is either. This is all just mechanics. It's all just artificial changes and it's it's all just just work. Just 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 labor as it, opposed to story. You know, it's you know, I like I had been a big booster of this rum, but I think this issue hits that special sour spot where it's like, "Oh, okay, so your story is now officially impenetrable oh, to anyone God. who hasn't been reading Spider-Man for 20 plus years, but also annoying to those same people who have been reading it for 20 plus years. So you created a story that pleased no one, except right. for the fact that you got rid of the thing people didn't like." Yeah. No, I and and arguably I would say that while I appreciate him doing the legwork to bring back stuff that I enjoyed, oh, I wouldn't sure. say that this necessarily invalidates anything from big time onwards. Mm -hmm. I think that ultimately all it does is brings back the things that had been ignored, forgotten, or obfuscated to make way for everything that came from big time onwards. Right. I just feel like, actually not big time, I should say brand new day. There you go. But... No one's going to want to read this when it's over. No, because again, this is all just, you know, housekeeping and mechanics and kind of a lot of work, as you said. When when anybody asks you for a recommendation on a run or a character, no one says Marvel Handbook number five. Uh... You know, they say, oh, you should pick up the Roger Stern run or the Dan Slott run or Ultimate Spider-Man or this and that and the other thing. Like, oh, you like Spider-Man on a team? You should read New Avengers. You know, there's a lot of runs. Hell, Jerry Conway had a couple of runs. You know, Indeed. you can read uh, 
what was it? Uh, Bob Gale had a run for God's sake. You could hand them like there, there are runs, but the Nick Spencer run is just utilitarian work. And it's just, there is no, there, there are a few moments where story accidentally leaks out, you know, Spider-Man being roommates with Boomerang. Everybody talked about how that was like their favorite thing about this run, but like, Oh, those were the best ones. But what's the story about that? He gets, he gets a roommate that coincidentally ends up being one of his most forgotten foes, but happens to be a supporting cast member in another Nick Spencer book that makes him have more agency than he ever did. Mm -hmm. So, okay, fine. But what is the story of Spider-Man roommating with his with with a, with a forgotten foe well it, it's not about spider-man it's a story about boomerang weirdly learning to be a hero through his relationship with spider-man and coming to with great power comes great responsibility in a fucked up backwards dumbass way right but i'm reading spider-man uh, boomerang isn't even a supporting cast member nope. i appreciate when someone tries to you know give us depth for j jonah jameson mary jane aunt may but boomerang Oh, actually, you know what? There you go. You you brought up J. Jonah Jameson. That was a good story. You yes, can actually read from this. One, yeah. yeah, the J- the Jameson two-parter where he has to deal with the son of the big man and reckon with the fact that he was the original fake newsman and that he's actually radicalized and created a lot of monsters in his life and apologizing to Spider-Man and then having it out with King. But that, that, that was a genuinely good two-parter. And it had everything that Spencer's good at, right? It Very pays much. homage to continuity while it also is uh infusing new life or at the very least character into your favorite characters and it has something to say very much so which a lot of this run didn't have stuff to say did it right and that at the end of the day is my issue with these retcons it's that the best retcon is organic warranted unexpected Mm -hmm. and a story like you do it through story there. I was just reading this horrible miniseries where they had the ability to uncomplicate a character through magic. <laughs> and it was such a like kind of, it seemed like an artificial moment, but it could have been a great quick moment within its own story to retcon something that they didn't do. And that would have been acceptable. You know, like like if they had uh, in Secret Invasion said that Hank Pym was a Skrull since pretty right. much the Yellow Jacket era. No one really would have complained. A few people for the Scientist Supreme stuff would have complained. But right. everything else, it's like, now we can finally use Hank Pym again. And it's one of those things where it would have happened in a story. Hank Pym doesn't have a book, so who cares? And also, we've now preserved his character and we can use him again. Like it's, right, it does right. the job, but it's part of this thing. And it's, it's one of those things where it also raises doubt in the reader's mind. Oh my God, who else is a scroll? Mm-hmm. If that's the feeling you're supposed to have when you're reading secret invasion is who is everybody? Is this like, who can I trust? That kind of thing. Right. Right. This Spider-Man run is just, I think that Spencer had a real issue with like people just, abjectly going harry osborne is spider-man's best friend and here he is and he's like yeah but like no (laughs) which is fair that was certainly my reaction maybe i'm projecting a bit but it's certainly like he he has something to say about harry osborne 
Oh, definitely. That whole dinner scene, which again is very much kind of like the Ultron dinner scene in Secret Empire, where it's like, now we're going to have an airing of grievances. I'm going to tell you all my problems I have with you. Yeah, yeah, he certainly did that <coughs> twice. And uh, and he did it with a Hank Pym, which is hilarious. But like, so? You know, like, what are you doing about it? I mean, like, everything about this run is kind of like weird. Like from Kindred's design, Mm-hmm. of like a behooded homeless person with centipedes yes, and which, bandages. like which, which they never go out of their way to explain the centipede thing. I'm like, centipedes eat spiders, right? That's the deal? I think that's the idea. But like, what? You know, it, it, there's nothing iconic about the Kindred design or no. the name. And it's like, well, what does Kindred mean? And I think that him saying, call me Kindred at the end of this issue is like, I'm finally going to lay up the explanation for what kindred means i mean i guess it's because he represents this weird family drama between the osbournes and the parkers and fake children and fake parents and oh i'm, I'm all of it peter can't you right, see right but like when the story's over you don't matter anymore no you're just gonna go back to being dead harry right or alive harry <laughs> or or ai harry right there's at least three harry's running around right now and again, is this AI Harry the same one from Legacy of Evil or the same one from Pursuit? Is there so many AIs now? There's so many different like robot Harrys, clone Harrys, and soul Harrys that I, I can't keep them all I can't keep them all together. And you know, it could be Spencer kind of metatextually talking about like, oh, Harry there I, I used to say this back in the day, and again, it could be projection, but like based on the weirdness of the use of Harry and Kindred. I'm thinking to myself, like, you've never... It's like Craven, where I was like, mm. you know what the best Craven story is? The one you know. Yeah. Where he kills himself. You know what the best Jason Todd story is? The one, one where, where he's he dies. Death. <laughs> you know what the best Harry Osborne story is? The one where he... Well, actually, you know, like, there's a couple, right? Like, but Harry's story, he's never really had an arc. It's just like, no. Harry was a pampered daddy's boy who got addicted to drugs and he like had a real inferiority complex and you know his best story is the one where he dies yep but they've never done anything interesting with him ever since and they've tried and that's the thing is that like harry comes back as a result of one more day which yep. what and you know they tried the american sun stuff they tried the, oh, the yeah weird which gets referenced here yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Well, because because Gabriel's in that, so they gotta yep. they gotta explain that crap too. It's the only other thing he's in. I love that. Like Sarah gets all the love because it's like, oh, because she looks like Gwen, so obviously <laughs> that's why she gets all the love. It's like yeah. she had a brother too who was the Gray Goblin. Yeah, but fuck him though. Yeah, but we never use that Gray Goblin shit again. And also, this is stupid. Uh, but then you got Harry. I remember during I think it was New Ways to Die. He was like secretly working on some kind of messed up project as well. Like there was this big reveal that. He was he was as evil as he was before, but like he didn't really know it. And then there's like the the stuff with him and Lily, and you know, like there's there's a lot of like weird stories with Harry. Oh, and there's, then of course, don't forget when Harry like has another kid, changes oh, yeah. his name, and Lyman. then moves away. Lyman, yeah, and moves away, and, and like like no one did anything with Harry. There's, it's just 
There's one Harry story I actually like, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this. It's in Civil War II of all fucking places. Yeah. Where Harry's like running Spider-Man's company firm and everything. It's like, oh, here's new Dan Slot creation, Clash. He was a villain, but I'm going <laughs> to hire him now. And Harry's like, you can't trust fucking villains in your company, Peter. He's going to screw you over. Yes. And it's like, oh, look, he's not extending the same thing, you know, the same forgiveness that was extended to him for all his past wrongdoings. And it's also kind of like, a story about probation and being like of course these guys who get out of jail can't get their lives on track when everyone keeps shitting on them from such a height i'm like oh this is kind of interesting for like two issues and then it's done right and it's just like for me like i knew harry from peter and him going to college and there being like this thing like the whole arc where he becomes the green goblin again takes the strom formula goes nuts mm. and dies like that's a whole run and it also is by the way uh, there's a dinner scene in that one too, where Harry hey. makes everybody sit down and listen to his bullshit. <laughs> but that was like, you know, 1996. Uh, but, you know, I think maybe, maybe Spencer's trying to say something about like, Probably. about like, <sighs> this could be brilliant actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it could be like, they've never done a good Harry Osborn story in 25 years. Mm -hmm. And, all you had to do was make the, one of the biggest retcons in Spider-Man's history and alienate an entire like <laughs> generation of readership to do it while also undoing the marriage. And maybe Spencer's like utilitarian mechanic, inorganic, frustrating, non-story driven retcons is like some kind of meta gymnastics to say like, retcons are bad oh. and look at how they mess up stories because you know how i haven't had one in like 25 issues like, oh that's fun this whole run sinister war is like the war between creatives and continuity like oh I don't know. interesting i i kindred am the embodiment of retcons yes! it is my superpower right it's why i don't look good like i look like i've just been through through hell you know i'm all torn up and stupid looking i look like yeah. hush you know, I, which is another stupid retcon. Like I, I literally bring things back from the grave that you thought were dead and buried for a long time, like the Sin Eater and Ned Leeds that we've already moved on past. Oh, I brought them back. Right. Like, well, didn't we already bring back Ned from the clone conspiracy? Like, wasn't that resurrection because there was their memory? No, this no, is we, real resurrection. Yeah, we killed him and brought him back again. Yeah, but it's only been like 10 issues since that happened. <laughs> yep, yeah, well, shut up. Retcon. Also, technically, we brought back Mysterio, too, as well. That was the first thing we did, but we brought him back because of the movie, so that's a different thing. Yeah, well, and then maybe that's another thing. Well, it's like, I had to bring back Mysterio, and ooh, I have a fun idea about, like, smoke mirrors and retcons and continuity. Like, it could be the whole damn thing. It's just this weird, angry, like, like breakup letter that Spencer has written to Marvel and comic books in general to be like, ret continuity and retcons are stupid. And like, look at what happens when some old fart shows up and takes over your hot, young, like mm. perpetually mid twenties Spider-Man character. They, they come in and they, they, re they shit the bed because they, they're too old to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, Wow, when you put it that way, I am finding a new <laughs> respect and love for this now. Right? I mean, like, I'm, and I'm not suggesting that's necessarily true, but like, that's 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 the grasping of straws that the, that this kind of weirdo who asked for it retcon series gives you, because like I uh, because I'm at, I'm at, I'm of two minds, right? I'm glad, but is that wrong? Same. You know, like, 
Should I be? Or should I have just gotten over it? Like so many of us have moved on. It's been a decade. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this this issue especially feels like. It's making me interrogate myself as a Spider-Man fan, as a comic book fan. Is it wrong that I care so much? And again, to, to put it in another perspective, this issue came out the same week as uh, Infinite Frontier number yes. six from DC, oh. which is also a book steeped in continuity and lore and bringing yeah. back shit from the past. Why does Infinite Frontier work so well, but Sinister War does? Well, I know why Infinite Frontier works better, because they actually told us story for jade and roy and the jsa and there was a beginning middle and end and an arc and everything and a promise of more to come what's funny is for me you know infinite frontier is another one of those handbook books i don't necessarily think that it's terribly interesting but it is it's doing the work and it's setting things up the difference being Infinite Frontier is not just... Because Infinite Frontier isn't just arbitrarily or even deliberately changing continuity. It's just explaining the status quo because DC couldn't have been bothered to actually explain what the stage and stakes are for the current landscape of the DC universe. So Williamson's like, well, since I'm the only fucking senior ranking officer here, I guess I'll be the one to do it. Someone has to do it. I guess it'll be me. Right. And so he sets up this world and explains the rules and the players and the stakes and the stakes, but also is setting the stage for another story. And while infinite frontier is impenetrable, if you are not a hardcore DC fan, because I don't think like, who's the protagonist of infinite frontier? Uh, there really isn't one, right? Exactly. Like multiple different groups who all want the same thing. Cause you'd start at me like, I guess Mr. Bones or Cameron Shea, like, I don't know. And maybe, maybe, maybe president Superman's in it a lot. Like, no, there's no protagonist. It's just, it's just work. It's a handbook, but it is setting up the next story arc, which I know is coming. Like there is going to be like another story. And this is like, these are the people who are going to be involved. These are the stakes of what's going to happen. And it's setting up the next story. Whereas this, we know what the next story is for Spider-Man. But we also know it's written by like five different people. Yeah. And we know that it has nothing to do with this. It might not even be starring Spider-Man for God's sake. No, we don't know. That's the mystery. So, but like it's, this is not Nick Spencer being like, I'm, I'm doing this whole thing. It's going to crescendo into a new status quo. And here you go. It's, like, and I know what's coming next. It's just going to stop. It's just going to hit a brick wall and be like that run ended because it just stopped. Yeah, this this is just going to stop. And the whole damn thing has been culminating to what? Like, not the end of one more day, really? Because like, if it because if it doesn't, then it's bullshit. Oh, yeah. People are going to be pissed there. There will be rioting. And and also, then what was it all for? Absolutely. If you did all this to to change the two most egregious or most controversial issues in Spider-Man's history. Sure. You know, you get not necessarily a pass, but I get it, you know, and and maybe it was hard and maybe it was work and maybe it took a lot of editorial backlash and maybe it cost you your job at Marvel. Like maybe maybe it was a lot of work to get these two big things changed when really it didn't take much. Like, most folk after sin's past happened just want to ignore it. And when I say people, I don't mean readers. I mean the people at the editorial and writer oh, level. Yeah. Spider-Man people were just like, just forget about it. Didn't and they happen. had opportunities to change it. But when they took, the, when they had those opportunities, for the most part, they didn't take them, not because they didn't want to change it, but because they didn't want to remind the reader. Exactly. And now you're not just reminding the reader, you're shoving it in their face. Hey, you know what happened? This 
this terrible thing you don't like. And you know what I'm doing? Changing it. How am I doing it? Through as much artificial bullshit and like chicanery, you know, chicanery as they had last time. Like, you know, Straczynski didn't want it to be Norman. He wanted it to be Peter. And editorial's like, it can't be, it can't be Peter. Peter can't be old. And they're like, but he's 30. And it's like, no, he's not. So it, they changed Norman. And it's like, I guess they couldn't just scrap the whole damn story and do something else. So but, I guess. I but guess like, it's it's crazy. But it's all it's all from a place of adversity and like this 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 you know this this, this puppeteering. I don't know, it's weird. And so Yeah, the, the the promise that we are going to address one more day, we're gonna fix it, we're gonna change it, we're gonna remove all the wrongdoings from the characters you like. That's been the carrot on the end of the stick for like what three years? Because this has been a long run. Yeah, it's it's been inexcusably long. With extra length issues too, there to wrap up that kingpin thing, they needed a giant sized. Yeah, they got like at least two or three of those things that cost seven did. or eight dollars. The clone conspiracy that, and that's another thing too. Like people were like, "No, no, no, we'll, we'll ride out this sister and chameleon story. We'll ride out this boomerang sinister syndicate stuff because oh. this is where it's going." And uh, honestly, I'm kind of disappointed too because I'm like, "No, guys, everyone, no, it's okay. This the, the clairvoyant, this future time machine, it's all going to be important later. It's, it's all coming together." Which in secret empire a lot of the stuff that seemed unrelated came together at the end here it's like now we're just done with the sister and jamie and the clairvoyant now we're done with the lifeline tablet and everything else that's it well you know what he did with the sister he introduced he reintroduced doubt that it's even her si that's even his sister that's the great legacy i'm like really so the thing you changed here is just to cast shit in doubt before you leave yeah well he's like that's another thing i had a problem with very much so. You know, like, I don't like the fact that Norman Osborn had sex with Gwen Stacy. I don't like the fact that they undid the marriage through Mephisto. And I don't like the fact that Peter has a sister. It's weird. So let me just change those things. Also, um, I'm going to have some fun while doing it. So, like, now Peter has a pet. And it's not just any pet. It's Gog. Yeah. And Peter and Mary Jane are dating. But, like, let's never see that. No, let's... we got to send her off to her own book. Right. And, like, that's fine. But, like, let's never actually see or express their dating which is the thing that you people you, love you, yeah you say you claim to like and want to preserve is them being in a relationship oh and, and craven don't forget craven i need to reestablish. i gotta fix craven's last night no real craven died new yep. craven is clone who looks and acts exactly like again more more fucking clones yeah gotta get another clone in there well because you're right because it's like marvel wants craven they don't want Son of Craven because that was lame and stupid in the 90s and nobody like wants Grim Craven Hunter. family, despite the fact that I'm willing to bet that the entire Craven family is going to be in that video game. But that's oh, in two God, years, yeah. so whatever. Hey, but, I'm down uh, for that. They'll be cool fucking bosses. I want to fight Grim Hunt and Lady Craven and all yeah, the other ones. it's going to be great. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, he, he changed all the things that he had a problem with. And it's like, I... On one hand, I get that. And on the other, it's like, but you're a storyteller. I'm buying these to read stories. And... It's it's, it's not worth it if it isn't interesting. It's a debate that we constantly have here, and it's something that I find so annoying on social media when people mention this. They're like, oh, this is why fans should be able to write things. And I'm like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, no, this is a very good reason why fans shouldn't write things sometimes because they will get too into the fucking weeds yeah. and too in their goddamn heads and being like, my head cannon must be the real cannon. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't necessarily. I feel like any of these changes could have been made in four or five issues less or, or, or less. And it's like, it didn't need three years and it didn't need to take this long, but maybe he just didn't have any ideas outside of, I'm going to change these four or five big things. Maybe. And 
I'll write stories around them to get there and pad my runtime. And also kind of stealthily continue Superior Foes of Spider-Man, my beloved series that got canceled prematurely. So really, if you're a Superior Foes fan, then you should definitely read this because it's the continuation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We slapped Spider-Man's name on it, but it's a continuation. Oh, I guess, too, he retconned some shit with the lizard, too. Now Connors yep. and the lizard are split which again, I is totally reeks of a fan canony kind of thing where it's like, you know, Kirk Connors has been through enough, but we still want to tell lizard stories. So just split them. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. Okay. I guess he's Connors is also still living with his gross lizard clone family that are left over from the clone conspiracy. Remember yep. that? Yep. Cause you didn't, cause you didn't pay attention. Like you just, it's like Rick Sanchez, like changing things up and then leaving the reality. Like you, you didn't, you didn't fix the family though. No. Man, I really hope if we do end up getting, uh, what is it, the clone Spider-Man as Spider-Man, I hope someone has the idea for him to go to the Lizard family and be like, oh, guys, sorry for the part I played in that. I was in a dark place here. I made some juice that will make you not gross lizard people so you don't have to live in the sewer anymore. Yeah, I would hope so. Come on, Ben, I, get your I, shit together. Right? Yeah, we're going to need Ben to do that, I guess. We'll see. That's but, a story there. Come on, Zeb. I, that's a free one. Right. <laughs> Uh, the funny thing is, I feel like Zub be like, or not? Uh, yeah, Zeb. Yeah, Zeb. I'm sorry, it's Zeb, Zeb Wells, Zub. Jim Zub. So, but Jim Zub's not doing this. It's Zeb no. Wells. But yeah, no, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's confounding. Let's let's jump into some super chats. Maybe yes, they'll help a lot us. Of good ones. Uh, moving on because uh, Brian Rowland says can't watch live because of work, but I'm glad to see you both back. And Gwen Stacy doesn't screw old men. You guys rock. I agree. It's nice, it's isn't not. it? It's the little things, right? Oh, it, it's not much, but it's enough. I'll take uh, that W. Scarlet Hottie, uh, this week's retcon is American history, fellas. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Gerald helping us out. Thank you very much, Gerald. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, Joey Amorum with a thumbs up. Thank you very much. Give you one, too. Thank you so much, Joey. Memento Mori. Hey, you're live on both channels. That's awesome. Yes, we're doing it live on Hell both yeah. channels. Just to remind you, listen, if you like this kind of thing, if you like the live stuff, but you love back issues, you don't have to just subscribe to one. You got another channel that's just for that. Uh, so go over, just go into the chat and click the subscribe button and you'll be able to join us over there every week. Uh, uh, Swordfish97, finally caught you guys live. I'm glad to see it, man. Thank Hell you yeah. very much. Eddie Eckenberg, I have probably read over a thousand Spider-Man comics and I still had to go read the wiki to understand what was happening after reading this comic. Yep. It's a lot of work and, and like not very penetrable. This is not going to be revered. When it's collected, it will be collected probably once and then it'll be out of print. So pick up your trades when you can, because it, like if not nothing gonna... else, it makes yeah. me feel useful as a comic book YouTuber and tastemaker to be like, Hey gang, let me take a small detour in this video to explain to you sins past. Again, I'm surprised that you don't know about it. Cause this story is fucking infamous for people my age, but let's talk about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You should probably know what it is, but maybe you never read it because the book came out in like 2006. Yeah. Uh, Some of you five? might not even have been born then. So, you know, Right, right. Uh, Deb M, this could have been done in four issues, maybe less. Yes, I agree. Yeah, no. I mean, like, which I don't, I'm not saying that, like, the problem is the amount of issues. The problem for me, the biggest problem isn't necessarily even the retcons. It's it's how clunky and late to the party eh. and 
and and devoid of story this is yeah I, again I, I kept giving spencer all the credit in the world and being like no no no. see it's all gonna mean it's all gonna add up in the end like secret empire added yeah. up again he's he's laying breadcrumbs man you know we're we're in a box we just don't see it yet oh we're yeah. not actually in a box at all actually you no. are just making shit up as you go okay yeah no the the <laughs> the retcon should serve as the story very story should not service the retcon that's the story here like this is this story is just about retcons it's not yes it is it's not that retcons it, are happening as a result of these stories it, it feels very dc in a way because i know we've often talked about this you know in marvel continuity often informs the story in dc continuity often is the story see infinite frontier this is a whole fucking story about continuity and universes and lore and stuff that happened in 85 that's still very important yeah yeah no, you're right. And this kind of feels like that, though. It's like, oh, you DC'd up a Spider-Man story. And I'm like, no, continuity and lore and things that happened back in 2006 that were very important. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, listen, I appreciate that, but, like, bring back, you know... <sighs> I don't know. Bring back Glory Grant. Uh, yeah. You know, talk about Katzenberg. You know, don't 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 just change stuff because you're unhappy with like it's like Spencer just wants to read Spider-Man comics that he remembers. Yeah. And so he's like, ah, change. Like, I'm going to change it. And then I'm going to get back to reading Spider-Man. Ah, ha, ha. Like, you can't think you, you can't out retcon me. I've retconned it. And now I'm going to read Spider-Man again and enjoy it. It's so funny because we did our big, you know, who is kindred episode as fans ourselves. We've probably read all the same story Spencer read. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that we managed to be so right. We're like, it's going to be Harry. And I'm like, really? It's kind of obvious. No, it's going to be Harry. And it was. And then I'm like, well, I think there might be multiple kindreds. And I was kind of right, too because there kind of was multiple kindreds. Yep, yep, everybody got it. The only thing we didn't get was that Mary Jane was kindred, which thank God. Yeah. Uh, Captain Kuhn, I, if I had to guess where they got the clone equipment, the Jackal had so many 100 miles underground labs that he forgot about a few and uh, one of those got robbed and didn't have the cure to clone degeneration. Mm. Yeah, no, I know. There's there's references to that in Deadpool, for God's sake. It's so an like, estate sale. Yeah, but with, with a book that has all this explanation... Harry doesn't happen to mention the Miles Warren connection at all. Is Jackal alive or dead right now? I know he was over in the Gwenpool book. Making He's always, trouble. well, he has so many clones. It's like, True. who knows? Uh, Neil and Bradley, Peter, why do you hate me? Didn't you want to screw me? But I said, no, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Crimson Inkidna says this retcon feels like throwing the baby out with the bathwater since past is gone, but it's come at the price of making both Osborne's pawns of Mephisto. Yeah, that's right. There's also that retcon. Also that, yeah. that Norman made a deal with Mephisto and uh, maybe he even got inspired to make a goblin because he was uh, in, in league with the, the devil. devil. Yeah, that bugs the shit out of me too. Where it's like, no, Spider-Man fans wanted less interaction with the devil, not more interaction right. with the devil. And that's the thing is like, I need to make this retcon and I guess I need to get like deeper into, it's like having an income property and just being like, no, this is a, this is a, <laughs> you know, this is a money pit. You, like, you don't get out of the Mephisto problem by adding more Mephisto to it. You exactly. get less Mephisto in there. You 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 have Mysterio or Chameleon go and be like, nah, man, I just made myself look like the devil. Right? You never, you never actually met the devil. That's stupid. Yeah. How is Omit better than this? Tell me about it. Uh, denial, this revelation could have worked better if it wasn't dumped into an issue and rushed out. Uh, the penultimate was, issue, no less. Right? Was worked into previous issues as a backup in this lame arc. Yeah. What is this even about? 
it's just about this, right? It, like it's it's not about anything anymore. That's the really disappointing thing for me. It's like, oh, so this story is officially about nothing anymore except than just retconning. Because you're not going to be able to fix it in the final issue again. We're this late in. What is Kindred's plan anymore? Right. Uh, like there is a there's an issue where Kindred kills Spider Man like a hundred times. That was cool. Like. Well, he did it. Like you got your revenge, which also <laughs> begs the question: If you're not paranormal, how did you kill him a hundred times and bring him back? Is he a clone? Did you clone him a bunch when you is killed Mysterio? Him? Did he make? Did he just think he killed him a whole is, bunch of times? Is that going to be the final twist? Mysterio being like, "Yes," and this was all about me. Actually, oh this my is God. my great plan because I was the villain in the first issue. You didn't see it because this is the greatest Mysterio plot ever. Yeah, and now I'll kill myself. Like it's, it's just again as my again. encore. <laughs> like, see in health. <laughs> that'd be that you know what i would i would applaud that and then he's in hell and mephisto's like you're a good boy quinn you're a good boy i yeah, knew you were nicely done okay here's a rad new costume you, you're gonna be my pawn from now on. oh he becomes the devil must he gets his own seat now yes and his final is like you know what they say it's better to rule in hell than serve in heaven that's it there's your ending uh silver knight hey guys it's been a minute now that harry has been revealed to be the ultimate evil devious genius who do you think has been retconned harder harry or thawne I think Harry's oh, been retconned harder, but I I I can't stand Thawne. <laughs> I mean, like at least Thawne stays pure. What's like? No, I'm just an asshole. I just don't like right. you, Barry. Yeah, I'm just but I'm also, shit. But I'm also like, a sick super fan who loves you. Yeah, no, Harry was like a pill popper who could barely pass college. Like, there's yeah. There's, no uh pop culture guy 3000 spencer sorry guys i'd love to undo one more day, but I'm too busy transitioning into managing Substack to write anything that yeah. deep before I go. Mm. <laughs> I would love. I would love to know the timetable. It's like, oh, Substack's taken off. Oh, that's my paycheck now. Hmm. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Phantom nine two five two. If you can't say nothing has if you if you can't say nothing has happened in the Spencer run without acknowledging that nothing has happened since one more day, not letting Peter be a married man and a father has led to the character stagnating. I mean, I would argue that like the character has done things that people enjoy and he's like managed to succeed and the books sell. So, you know, it wasn't necessarily that it was stagnating, but it certainly didn't go in the direction you wanted. I don't necessarily even want to see Peter as a father in regular continuity, but they artificially made Mary Jane desperately want children in the one moment in time story, which was just justification for making one more day happen. So, you know, like you don't need to have them may be married and also have to have them have children at some point. Like you don't need that right away. You can also read dark age, which is pretty fucking cool. Exactly. Uh, Axe. Hey, yeah, I really feel like this entire run was just a retcon as much as Nick could, which is sad because the actual story wasn't especially good, by the way. So happy to see you again. Love from Mexico. Well, thank you very much. Hey. Uh, Deb M. While you were not looking, Kindred made John Kent a kid again and brought back Alfred. No, yeah, he brought back Spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man and the Avengers of Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoons. Thank you. He better. I mean, like, listen, if he's going to make all these retcons, he might as well might go as well. broke. Uh, Mr. Ray Guns, I now need a story of Ben curing the Connors. Yes. Hopefully we'll get that. I mean, you know. Nice, right? Because it's like, dude, you did a lot of evil stuff, actually, when you were Jackal there for a minute. Yeah, it's just like when Morty steals the portal gun and like goes out and like redoes and fixes all of Rick's stuff. Like that's yeah, what yeah. Ben's doing. Ben's Ben's doing Peter's apology world tour where he's like, like "Okay, it. you were dealing, you were you were getting punched in the nuts by Kindred for like 150 issues. <laughs> so here's what some some things you forgot about. Like Boomerang didn't die, and let me save the Connors. And what's what was Felicia doing this, during this period? Oh, she had yeah. a whole book. Yeah, she she was in a good Jed McKay series, apparently far away from this shit. Thank God. Uh, Alden Talbert, uh, if Marvel's going to make a new series without a retcon, like Aunt May being a huge role or a sequel of Spider-Man Deadpool with Thanos, 
I, I guess that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, didn't didn't Aunt May have cancer? What yes, happened she to her did. cancer? Oh, uh, good question. It's never been addressed since see, since then. I had a fun theory where it's like, oh, don't you see the deal with Mephisto is breaking down because they're yeah. gonna get married again. That means her cancer came back. So it's like, hey, you either get married or Ma Aunt May dies. She got shot. She didn't have cancer to begin with. <laughs> Bullet cancer. <laughs> Lead poisoning. There um, you go. Ryan Radford. So the next writer is gonna undo this. I don't even know what to call it. A mess does not cover it. Yeah, like that's the thing is what if Marvel editorial hates Nick Spencer and wants to undo it? What if, you know, Zeb Wells is just a company man who's like, yeah, okay, uh, all that was a book. The whole run was a, was an illusion. Hey, they've done it before. Remember when Bendis left and they were pissed at him? They're like, remove all Bendis stuff from Miles's origin yeah. because, because we're still making money off him in movies and video games and everything. But, but we can't remove all the Bendis Ultimate Universe stuff. That's, that's literally all of his thing. Fucking do it, Brian Edward Hale. Okay, they're going to hate it, but I'll do it. Yeah, and it was awful. And then awful. Solid, and then people hated it so much, Solid in a mid came on. It's like, no, bring back the Ultimate Universe. We're sorry about that. Yeah. But didn't you, like, commission an entire hit piece against this because you were mad at the guy? Yes, and we'll do it again. Yep, we're, re yep, we're really petty. Uh, what was it? Uh, RK, I'm curious. What DC or Marvel retcons do you think are necessary, or what would you like to see? I don't know, man. I, I, think, I think we did a retcon episode once. We the did, best yeah. retcons, the worst retcons. Right? So, right? Someone dig that up from the files. Yeah. Uh, Death and Sanity, I apologize behind on the stream, but how I saw it, Sarah and Gabriel are hosts for Harry, who's still in hell, and the chameleon gives him a serum so they can look like Harry. But uh. there's but there's an AI, though, that's clearly running shit, and like also, there's also another perfect Harry body that's running around, so if like Harry AI could put his soul mind in anything, why didn't he put it in the one that looks like him? Why did he feel <laughs> that he had to run around as Sarah also furthermore it looked like there was two because you know there was Sarah unmasking to Mary Jane and then yes. Spider-Man coming face to face with a kindred and we saw Sarah burying multiple bodies which leads me to believe are there more than one right so you know it's just not very clear is all uh what was it Mr. Raygun's Joel Ben Riley killed the real Miles Warren oh did he okay good it's about okay, time okay apparently it's about uh, time death insanity also i would like for mj's sin to be the daughter that ceases to exist thanks to the deal aka annie it's actually may but uh no no dan slots annie does not count it's may but yeah no i uh that'd be interesting i mean we'll see it hasn't really been addressed like she has sins i don't know also is that her fault it's not yeah i mean she did agree to do it but but isn't that like three or four retcons ago? Didn't they try and do more to let her off the hook about it as well? What, I feel what, like that's what, true. Yeah. What, one more day retcon or what, what part of it are we getting rid of? Are we getting part of the original deal with the devil stuff or the stuff that came <laughs> later with Dr. Strange? Oh, we're going to use science magic to make everyone forget. See, that's the thing. People are like, people are talking about this. No, the, the no way home uh, Dr. Strange stuff. And they're like, Oh my God, they're using one more day to sucks. I'm like, no, they're using imagery from one more day. And they're using the explanation from one moment in time which is actually better kind of quote. Unquote. I mean, I think by that point people were just so pissed off and annoyed. Yeah. But also clearly it doesn't matter. Cause we're still talking about how the devil did it, even though arguably he did not. Right. He, he didn't anymore. And it, they did it like within less than a year. And it was like, Oh, but people are still pissed. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey we got one more issue from Mephisto to bring that up, but Hey, but remember what you did, Dr. Stray. I mean, like, let's hope that, well, let's hope that the Mephisto thing is holy like I, I need a giant size issue just to have mephisto meet peter and be like ha ha 
we're dealing with this, and then we're never going to deal with it again. Again. Uh, Eddie Eckenberg says, this also means that Sal's prediction of War of Goblins and Symbiotes might come true. <laughs> Eddie Brock versus Mephisto. I'm telling you, man, Goblins and Symbiotes. Waiting for it. Print uh, money. Hey, we brought Ned Leeds back, and they kept implying Ned Leeds was going to become the Hobgoblin again because we saw, like, art of it, and then it never happened. Yeah, no room for that. Got to do more retcons. So clearly, Sinister War was supposed to be two more issues, and clearly Ned Hobgoblin was supposed to be on one of those teams. Yes. Uh Jam call X, but didn't MJ know that Gwen cheated it, but it had kept it a secret shame from Peter? Was she brainwashed as part of the plan? Yes. In this issue, it was established that like she went to therapy and Mysterio made it made her think that she saw that, knew that, that that was a it was actually was a, her therapist, which uh, which leads to the problem, too, where it's like, OK, then how much therapy did she actually get at that I, point? I mean, she she gets really well adjusted kind of like quickly. So I'm guessing a lot, you know, like she was seeing multiple therapists in a day or something. Mephisto, you are fine now. Right? Sorry, Mysterio, you are fine yeah. now, says I. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Dandy, can we keep doing the Thawne meme with the Mephisto? It was me, Peter. <laughs> I'm the reason why Otto had the hots for Aunt May. <laughs> Apparently he is responsible for everything now. Yeah, Mephisto is just being used for everything. Uh Tevia, why can't Peter and Mary Jane be parents in the main universe? Because it doesn't make any money. Memento Mori says, is that uh, that Jed McKay Catwoman run, <laughs> Black Cat run, yeah. is freaking dope, by the way. Highly recommend. I hear it's like a fantastic series. I was kind of waiting for a trade, honestly. The and I, I feel bad because I don't like it doesn't help the series to do that. But I like, know but the fact that so many people are so like gung ho for a Black Cat book means it must be good. Yeah, that's true. I'm liking his Moon Knight. I read the first two Moon Knights. Yeah, I like it enough. Uh, Girk Pectus, did you see the trailer for the game Marvel Midnight Suns? XCOM is my favorite game series, so I'm very excited, even though uh, even more than the Guardians of the Galaxy or Wolverine games. It's a cool uh, mix. That's cool. I am not in any way more excited for that XCOM game that I am for Wolverine. Uh, oh so. man, what a, what a great fucking reveal that I love some people when I'm watching their reactions, they didn't know like, Oh, Marvel, this must be Spider-Man. Oh, a beaten up bar, a man in a cowboy. How is Wolverine's fucking Wolverine. Ah! I knew. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Wilbert Robinson says, what would you guys like to see from a Spider-Man arc? You're the book or author. We've done so many of those, but like, I know, right? It's hard though. As I mentioned before, I have so many pitches for everyone else. It's fucking hard to pitch an idea for Spider-Man because he's done everything. That's the thing is that like, and I'm a little too close. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my time doing retcons. I'll tell you that. But like, I would, I would have done retcons, but like it would have been at least attempted to be organic and interesting and honest. Um, Cause I would want to talk about like, you know, I'd, I'd really want to do more J Jonah Jameson and stuff. I'd want to see it's more fun, relationship stuff. Now. It'd be a lot of Peter and Mary Jane and you know, it'd be a lot of like the feast you know, shelters back now. Yeah, that'd be fine. I don't really care about feast, you know, because I don't really remember it. Like, uh, you know, I'm like, Oh, feast, whatever. You're just trying to give Aunt May something to fucking do. I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like there's a lot of stuff with the relationship between Peter and Mary Jane that I would, I would really want to play with. Um, just see Spider-Man like fight his old villains and, you know, try to like balance his life and you know, just, just the usual shit, but like Classic usual shit. Show. I'm not trying to set the goddamn world on fire or change everything or have him meet 10 different versions of himself. It's just, just keep it intimate, small, and, and, and New York based. That Which would be maybe what that's the problem with Spider-Man recently. Everyone wants to set the world on fire. No one just wants to, you know, do the laundry. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to see that. And I would, I, I promise you it would be cool. Uh, King Sport Cal says, I just want to say that Joel and Compop crew have been an integral part of Aww. my life for the past seven years. Still rewatch old episodes of back issues and laugh. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's good to see you again. Means the world. Um, it's been a while. 
Um, and uh, now there are a couple of others that I completely missed on. So here we go. A Carter says, glad to catch you guys live. Toss a coin, your favorite YouTubers, and keep up the good work. Um, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to parse it. Do you mean what our favorite YouTubers are? Or do you mean between the two of us it's a coin flip between who you oh, well i, I think, think they were i think they were also doing a toss a coin to your witcher thing as oh well. well thank you that's oh i see that that's oh valley of plenty there you have it uh 343 burning legion yay a new joel collab take my money well don't hey. mind if I do. thank you uh m n n m says this solidifies mysterio as a lazy retcon machine you don't know how to undo this hole you dug yourself in it was mysterio screwing with us the whole it time it really yep. is like this story is just like he was there every step of the way taking harry's money but apparently had no bigger plans for himself which really kind of makes beck look like a dummy despite the plans that he did have between those stories yes <laughs> even though we are now implying that Beck knew more than anyone was attached to all of these big things and just took the money and kept his mouth shut and never tried to do anything with it and also died and went to hell maybe oh, yeah. and came back but maybe not yeah yeah no definitely all that and more um, no actually so so Beck made all these deals he did all these things and also killed himself because he was defeated by Daredevil like Yes. Oh, oh, but he was also monkeying around with the ultimate universe. And that is a good retcon, actually, from this that goes, nope, yep, that was back. He was on top of it. Mephisto actually gave him the idea. Yeah. Ah! So that was actually him. That was because, again, that was a weird thing in between like Mysterio stories where it's like, wait, is he the ultimate Mysterio? But wait, I thought he was. How is he doing this now? Well, now we know. Yeah. That yes, yeah. he actually was. So that's a good retcon. Well, I always actually. like the fact that he was, yeah, that he was Ultimate Mysterio. That was a good idea. Yeah. So one of the actually like retcons that could be like, hey, you know what? Good job. Yeah. Ross Boss bonus. This reveal feels like Nick Spencer was planning on undoing one more day from the start of the run and then halfway through decided to undo Sin's past as well. Well, he was at it. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, while well, I'm here. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, actually, the one more that's the one that's like more egregious and more people will like me for is the Sin's past change. Yeah. That's true. Could be. Because it really is like in the penultimate issue. It's like, what the fuck is the point of having Kindred unmasked? You already unmasked once and now you've just overcomplicated. It's like, wait, so he was Sarah, but he wasn't Sarah. But what about all that stuff he wasn't there? Therefore, that he clearly knew about Sarah and the twins. Well, none of this makes any fucking sense for the dinner scene. Then he's literally been talking as Harry this whole time, unless there are multiple kindreds and they were trading off every so often. Right, right. Like which scream. Is, yeah, which is how they can be in multiple places at once, which I don't hate that idea for no. like the mass person that there's more than one. Yeah, it'd be actually really fun if Mephisto shows up and he's like, What are you doing? You're, You're all clones up. and crap. Shut up. I hate this. There's no magic and crap. Everyone dies. Yeah, really, uh, just snaps his fingers. I could do it whenever I wanted. Yeah, woohoo! Uh, RK, I'm curious what DC and Marvel icons. We did that one. Death and Sanity. Uh, uh, I apologize. Uh, yeah, no, he did that one, and that one. Okay, we're almost we're almost caught up. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Memento Mori has a great question. Excellent question. No, it's they're all great, but I appreciate it. Uh, he says, having read Garth Kirby in the Cookbook of the Gods, which is a comic book you can read on Comicsology that I wrote, uh, I'd read your Spider-Man Sal. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I would, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would give it an honest try. I try very hard. Um, Ryan Radford, I'm surprised he didn't turn May into Marissa Tomei because why the hell not? <laughs> Makes as much sense as anything else. Yeah, I mean, maybe, 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 oh, hey, how about this? At the end of this whole thing, this whole goddamn thing when he does deal with Mephisto. It's like, hey, May's got cancer. My marriage is undone. I got to deal mm. with this dumb stuff. Doc Ock, Harry. Uh, and he goes, okay, 
Um, Aunt May was going to die because she got shot in the stomach as like a 105 year old woman. Yeah. I'm going to de-age Aunt May and make her like 48. How's that treat you? I'm like, I, I feels like a lateral move, but okay. I mean, I guess it'll add some complications to my life. Yes, <laughs> yes, it will, won't yes. it? I'll never forget. The, 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 every time you look at your Aunt May and think like, man, she's strangely attractive. It'll be my... Uh, be my doing never forget this is how i break you every villain's trying to break me recently but like i don't know what that means right are you like trying to break me mentally you're trying to like make me feel bad or like contemplate suicide or contemplate quitting or right? like am, what am i like marvel's job what the hell's happening here yeah that and hulk is like no i am job that is why we keep putting quotes from the book of job in my book asshole oh, god uh, Jam Call X, uh, Mephisto. I created Rogelzar and Marcus Amortis. <laughs> ah, great. He's in his, but it was me, Dio phase. Yeah. It was actually me, Mephisto, all along. It was me. Gerg Peck does, what do you think of the Injustice movie? I don't understand why anyone's excited when you can just play the game. It is a very weird choice. Where it's like, look, if you care about Injustice, you either played the game for its or read story the comic. or read the comic. Yeah, an animated movie seems like an odd choice. Also, shouldn't have been a movie. Should have been a show. Yeah, it also looks really bad. And it has it weird voice actors that aren't playing the video game. They're voice actors. What are you doing? It looks really weird. I don't like it for that. I also don't like that they didn't give uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray credit for writing the original game which they did it feels like history kind of pigeonholed and forgot about them even though they wrote the first one. Oh yeah oh yeah they're like yeah but you didn't write the comic that won all the awards though and you didn't write the sequel game so you know yeah milkman wants to know did you read the batman bruce wayne adventures webtoon i personally like to see superheroes in their downtime me too that's like all of bendis's stuff uh but i also i, I, I scrubbed it. through it I liked it well enough. I was like, this is kind of cute. Okay. If I didn't have three fucking Suicide Squad books that came out this week, I probably would have given it a shot. My other co-host, Matt, covered it, and I was a little jealous <laughs> that yeah. he had time to do it, and I didn't. Sean D., y'all make me glad I stopped buying Spencer books. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Never bored. I'm never bored. Paul Blart says, can we get more 90s comics on back issues? I love how everyone is so extreme and ridiculous. Tear them apart. I mean, like, you know, we just did. Um, we just did what's his name? Uh, uh, Onslaught, that's like the biggest 90s comic of all time. It's a big decade. I'm sure there will be many more 90s themed back issues. There's plenty more where that came from. But right now, uh, not right now. <laughs> the next three or four are not in the 90s. So we'll see. Uh, the Captain Coon, uh, Aunt May's Cancer was introduced and resolved in Tom Taylor's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man about two years ago. Did they really? I could, I thought that book ended prematurely before he could deal with the cancer. Yeah, me too. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't think that's also true. Also, she just in. Yeah, because I want to say that when she reopened Feast, they ever so briefly mentioned that she was sick again. Yeah. No, the Amazing Spider-Man book never dealt with it or addressed. Like, they addressed it, but never dealt with it. But they like but like she didn't want to tell Peter. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't thing. want to worry you. Yeah. No, he does talk to her, I think, in from the neighborhood, but I don't think they resolved it. Uh, Golly, Frederick, uh, did you guys like Netflix's Castlevania? Also, are you excited for the spinoff in the works? Uh, oh, yeah. I kept meaning to watch it, and then, uh, what is it, Ellis got in trouble. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't need to watch this. They're going to cancel it. What do you mean they brought it back with spinoffs? Seriously? Right. I didn't, uh, uh, I liked it well enough. It was like, oh, I was like, this is fine. It, it didn't really blow my mind. <laughs> and so I don't care. I'm not a vampire guy. I, I dig that people like it. I like that a Castlevania thing can be this big and this popular, and it means that Netflix is rolling the dice with weirder, more out there concepts for adult animation. Agreed. Crimson and Kidna, we need a remix of Agatha all along <laughs> with Mephisto. I'm kind of surprised Marvel didn't do it. Yeah, they just didn't everyone's right fucking into that. bullshit about Mephisto. 
They're like, no, this time it actually was Mephisto all along. Right. And the derpiest of derps says, I just thought it was funny. Found you recently and watched my a few first episodes of the Elseworlds Exchange today. Only to see it return that very hey. day. Well, I'm glad that you hey. uh, checked it out, man. Welcome to the channel. And thank you very much for checking out the show. Um, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This retcon happened and it is ridiculous. And my question sure ultimately is. was just like, after this much time and this much effort and this much like change and this new cultural consciousness of the character and the status quo, are what these retcons, for, right, what was it all for? And was it like, not only like, is it worth doing anymore, but also like, should we like, you know, should the story service the retcon or should the retcon service the story? Ultimately, if there is no story and you only have retcons, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. It's like you, it's like you don't just eat sauces, you know. You just don't eat seasoning. You need like actual food in there. Exactly. I need food in there. I need, I need nourishment. But I have so much donkey sauce aioli. <laughs> I like you likening it to a Guy Fieri restaurant. There you go. Uh, Girk Pectus says, "I'm really sorry to bring up Linkara. I know his other fans annoyed you. Yeah, well, they just they just brigaded the channel. We're like, you know, Linkara did this video. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't realize that I couldn't do a video after 12 years. Didn't know he owned the copyright to this shit. Yeah, I didn't know he owned that book. Uh, but his Dresden Files review did a good chance. Did good. Any chance you could doing a novel of uh, any novel adaptations on GBU? No, no, we're not doing that. I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> yeah, just throwing that right up there. Yeah, just no, I'm not going to do that." But I mean, like, you know, not to dis not to discourage it or disparage it. I just we're not going to do that. There's so much more stuff to do that I'd rather do. I'm not going to do stuff just for just, it's, just it's also hard enough to get obscure comic characters to do numbers, let alone let's do obscure novels. That's the thing. Yeah, no, I'm not going to bother. Uh, and Dan Dragon, what character do you guys think would work best in, best in an anthology short mm -hmm. akin to Batman, Gotham or Halo Legends? I mean, all sorts. Of I would like to see them do some DC horror characters in anthology. Yep. I mean, they basically do with those DC showcase there. We got Sergeant Rock and the Howling Commandos. Yeah. We got uh, freaking, what is it? The Spectre. We got, uh, what was it? It was really good. Freaking, oh, Phantom Stranger had one. There you have it. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, it makes the most sense to do that with the magic characters because they have a, 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 a tight knit fan base, mm -hmm. but they just don't sell like original books. You know, it's just it's it's hard, you know, yeah, um, all together. But do do that, you know, do that with those types of characters, you know, um, like the like the Blackhawks or the Howling yeah. Commandos or, you know, like any number of characters that like have a that could have an audience or could build a create like could build an audience, but just don't have the numbers or don't normally pull in the numbers. Western books. They did that for a little yeah, while. They did. And, yeah. All Star Western, which I quite enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and for joining us. And if you are watching this live on Comic Pop, youtube.com slash Comic Pop. And if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you do so because we want to get to 100K by the end of this year, please. Uh, but if you're watching it over there, know that this is a not a normal thing. Normally, we stream this show live over on Comic Pop Returns, our supplemental channel, which you can find a subscription link for in the chat right now or in the description below this video when you get a chance. And uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us, watching the show. And if you do, uh, want to help us out you can always give us a like and subscribe to both channels and it will uh get us to continue to make these things for many years to come mm -hmm. and, uh, if you want more uh joel and i are going to talk for another couple minutes over on patreon.com slash comic pop and uh you know that's only for that that's a different show that's only for patreon it could be about anything it could be and it literally will be it won't be about spider-man or retcons it's gonna be about something else something totally different it could be about cheese i don't know it's not mm. i promise not cheese i don't want to talk about that I like a nice brie I do love a good brie. I will mm. say that. 
but anyway, we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. Welcome back to the show, Joel. Hey, uh, looking forward to seeing what's next uh, over here Likewise. on this show. Thanks a lot, everybody. So long.